Hi, welcome to the Soul Streaker Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Jake. Are you ready to feel all lit up and excited like you just ran through a field naked? I am. So drop that baggage and let your soul go streaking. Hey, Soul Streakers, welcome to this episode of the Soul Streaker Podcast. I am your host, Jenna Jake. Today, I want to talk about love. What is love? How do we get love? How do we feel love? How do we know love? How do we manage love? Everything to do about love, because I really want to know love for what it is and not what I thought it was or not what I see it is in the movies, but what is love at its core, at its essence? Do you know love? Have you ever asked yourself these same questions? Do you want to know love in a different way? Do you want to know love all around you? Do you want to be love? That is my quest to be love. So where do you stand when it comes to love? Maybe listening to this podcast will be part of this answer, which I would be so honored that this podcast is a part of you finding out the answer to those questions. Because I think what you're going to find out, which I hope you find out, is that is all we are is love. So it can't elude us because it's literally who we are. Next week, there's going to be a podcast about near-death experiences from Bob Kopis. That's what he found out from interviewing a bunch of people that had near-death experiences, that we are all one and that all we are is love, which is so cool. I mean, the Beatles said it, all you need is love. But I think really, they could have taken a step further to say all we are is love. They say people are our best teachers. Our relationships are our best teachers. I will say that my relationship with my dad and feeling unloved by my dad and then my divorce and feeling unloved in my divorce led me to dig deep to realize that just because certain people don't love me or I don't feel loved by those people, this led me to think, well, okay, I don't feel loved by those people, but maybe they do love me in their own way. Does that still count? I think so. I think in their minds, they love me and that counts for something. And it may not be a healthy love or a love that could serve me. I don't know. But all love is good love in in a way, I imagine. That love does count for something and have a little openness and graciousness for the fact that they're struggling to love me doing the best that they can with that. Let me be clear, just Because somebody loves you and they may not be loving you in a quote unquote healthy way, doesn't mean that you put up with abuse, emotional, physical, or any other kind. And I'm not saying anything like that. Some people I think are best loved from afar. So I still stand clear on that. But what I am saying is to give some grace to the fact that they are struggling to love themselves, probably first and foremost, to give them that love for them. And to love them and send them love, forgiveness and compassion from a distance in some cases. In other cases, you can get right on in there and love them back, hug them, love them up, show them unconditional love because it's not how they behave. It's who they are. And I'm sure at their core, they're great people. Have some graciousness for the fact that in their minds and in their hearts, they really do love me. And I'm sure love you. I think of it as like a cloudy day. And even though there's the worst storm or dark clouds in the sky, on top of that is the blue sky, is the love. It's love that's clouded over in their storm of pain. The love is still there. There's love everywhere in the world, holding the door for somebody and having that moment and them smiling at you and being gracious and you being gracious to them. 
bang, there's love right there. Somebody doing something nice for you, somebody smiling at you. If you have your heart open to love and you are looking for love and you are looking to love other people, you'll see that it's literally everywhere. And you're going to think, how the heck did I miss this? It is all around me. Just open up your heart looking for it in places that we never would think to look for because it really is everywhere. We think, well, I don't feel love from this person or you just experienced some kind of breakup and you may think that you don't have love in your life because you're thinking of love as romantic love or maybe you're taking for granted all the love that you have from your friends and family and not really seeing how important and amazing that love is and dismissing the love that's out there in the world and the fact that you can just keep your heart open and feel like you're in love all day long. Try it. I promise it will change your life. So if you say to yourself, I don't have any love in my life because you don't have a partner or a romantic love, you are cheating yourself of all the love in the world, especially love for yourself and love for the things that you love. What you're doing is you're just focusing on one kind of love when love is all around us. And it's not like romantic love is the only important love and all the other love is worthless love. No, it's like having a warehouse full of treasures and you're only focused on one treasure and thinking because you don't have one treasure, you're missing all the other hundreds and thousands of treasures. Love is love. No matter what form it comes in, there's so much power in that. Circumstances have forced me to look for love everywhere and to be loved, to open my heart. It's what we talked about with Bodhicitta, using these circumstances to make me softer, to make me more available to love, to open me up. It's not an easy thing to do, but it's worthwhile to do it. I promise you it is. I'm noticing in my life now all the places where I'm finding love and just letting my heart be open, letting my heart break, caring, not saying bad things about people, not thinking bad things about people. And it's a practice. You have to practice this. Practice wishing people well and doing all the things I'm saying about not reacting, responding, thinking the best in people. Even if you have think about people that have done heinous things, if you can peel back the layers on somebody that does terrible things, you can see that even they have soft spots, even they love somebody, even they have caring in their heart. And to connect with that, and I'm not condoning violence, but to stretch ourselves, to connect with the humanity in everybody. That's what I'm suggesting. Because if we all are one and we're all connected, even people that do heinous acts, we are them. That's a big pill to swallow. That's a big sucker to swallow. How do we recognize ourselves in them when we don't condone anything they've done, a separation between the behavior and the person? Can we separate the behavior from the person? I invite everybody to do that. It's easier to do with somebody that maybe you have a child that spoke back to you. Okay, it's easy to separate the behavior from the person. But, but as you practice this, if you could really get to somebody that has done something very distasteful, find compassion for them because you see something in yourself, the humanity, the, the connection is somewhere. It could be that you feel their fight and you fought for something you believed in, or you are fighting to protect somebody and they are fighting to protect somebody. It could be as simple as that. 
or you know that they love somebody and you love somebody. It could be as simple as that. I don't know what it is for you, but this is what I'm working on and I'm inviting you to join me. We don't just love people though. We love things too. We love our pets, right? Or we love chocolate ice cream or we love the smell of the rain or we love the ocean. Why do we love those things? We love those things just because they are what they are, because we love them. So what if we just loved everybody and everything that way for who and what it was without trying to change it? What would that be like? There's a poet named Rumi, R-U-M-I, spiritual poet. I don't know if anyone's heard of Rumi, but he has so many great quotes on love that I would like to share some of his ideas and hopefully something will resonate with you. The first one is wherever you are and whatever you do, be in love. I love that. It's weird weird to say I love what he says about love, but it's true. Can you just imagine being in love, that feeling of being in love? Because when you're in love with somebody, it's not them that you're in love with. You're using them as the reason to open up your heart. So use everything as a reason to open up your heart. If you do get a divorce and you're using the world as the reason to open up your heart, if that person leaves, it's not so terrible. It's not like I'm saying that they're the only object of your affection. And then you close your heart. Keep your heart open for everybody and everything. And love is just going to pour into it. So no matter where you are or what you're doing, be in love. Amazing. That's a good one. You are the soul of the soul of the universe. And your name is love. I love that because you're the soul of the soul of the universe. It's like we are God's dream. We are God's creations. And our name is love because that's all there is. It's a very deep, profound thing to think about who we really are. It's not what we can see and taste and touch and smell. It's with the heart, with the soul. When you block your five senses and look into your sixth sense or your soul or the heart, your spirit, there's a whole other thing. There's so much more going on there. It's like looking at the ocean and not seeing all the sea life and realizing there's a whole world underneath. It's that same idea. Would you become a pilgrim on the road of love? The first condition is that you make yourself as make yourself humble as dust and ashes. And this is what I'm saying. When we want to really know love, that's why I think we come to the physical plane is to know something. The only way to know something is to truly experience it. I am on this quest to truly experience love in all its forms, in all its definitions. What is love? And loving somebody, no matter what they've done, loving somebody for who they are, or loving anything, not just somebody, but something for what it is without trying to change it and accepting it as it is, having that unconditional feeling, that is love. Being as humble as dust and ashes means no judgment, no criticism, no blame, just letting it all be like a soul streaker, spiritually naked. What is that like? The only way to know that is to open up your heart enough to experience that. And just know that if somebody does or says something that you may find offensive, to love yourself enough and have enough compassion for self and somebody else to not let it bother you. To know that that is coming from a really, really hurt place within them. 
It has nothing to do with you because only when you personalize it and you own it, then it's got something to do with you. But if you don't personalize it and you take it from hurt people, hurt people, from their softness, use your broken heart to open cracks of light in there. Let the light shine in. And that's where the compassion comes from, that they're coming from a very tender place when they say something nasty or hurtful or offensive. Have compassion for that tender place in them, but you got to be okay with the tender places in you to be able to do that because trust me, I'm working on this too. <laughs> Lovers don't finally meet somewhere. They're in each other all along. Wow. That's a good one. Even when relationships end, our love is our legacy because people that we love that have crossed over, we still love them. I still love my grandmother and my grandfather, my, all my grandparents, really, my cousins or uncle or all these people that have died. I still love them. I still love my dog that died. The physical death does not end. Love is ongoing. It's something to think about. Love. Love is ongoing and it's what's left when we cross over the people that love us. That is what our legacy will be. That is what they will be left with. That is what they're going to hold on to. That's what they will be seeking when they need comfort. That is what they will be looking for in their worst moment is the love that we gave them while we were here. Please do not underestimate love. It is such a powerful force. Goodbyes are only for those who love with their eyes, because those who love with their heart and soul, there is no such thing as separation. And that's true, because everything is impermanent. Our bodies are impermanent, and our minds are impermanent. But our souls, our truth, our source, the thing that is never born and never dies, that is, in fact, love in itself, is permanent. So you could make the argument or or have the thought, or feel, and be completely correct that all the only thing that is permanent in this world is love. There is another quote by a spiritual poet, Hafiz, H-A-F-I-Z. And he says, what is the root of all of these words, like every word ever known? One thing, love. But a love so deep and sweet is needed to express itself with sense, sounds, colors that never existed before. And that is why I think we are all here on this planet, that we are bringers of the love in a million unimaginable, billion, trillion, imaginable, unimaginable ways that we are bringing this spirit of what we are, love to different forms in the world. That's why we're here. Our creativity is love. Our passion is love. Even our tears, when we're grieving, we're grieving because we loved That's why you grieve anyone or anything because you loved it. And that's beautiful. I hope this is is inspiring you to think about how important and prominent love is in the world. Thinking about it in a way that you never did before. It's not just this bubble of people that you loved. It's everybody and everything all the time. I'm going to wrap up the quotes with another Hafiz quote that says, even after all this time, the sun never says to the earth, you owe me. Look what happens with a love like that. It lights the whole sky. That's amazing. That's a beautiful one. Wayne Dyer talks about that one. The sun never says to the earth, you owe me. It just shines. It just shines its light. It just shows up in service and shines. 
spread so much warmth and joy to the, to the entire planet. And I think it's just examples of who we could be if we really wanted to. Could we do better? How could we serve better? Because that's what law of attraction is. So if you're going to constantly say, give me, give me, give me to the universe, the universe is going to constantly say, give me, give me, give me to you. If you show up to the universe every day in gratitude, in love, and say, how can I serve? The universe will start to serve you. I hope everybody has an amazing, blessed week. May you be in peace. May you be in joy. May you be in love. May you be in gratitude. May you be in harmony. May you be in health and wealth and abundance. May this be what you know and experience in this world. Today, this week, and every day. Amen. Bless you all. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Soul Streaker Podcast. If you liked it, press that subscribe button, leave me a rating, and if you leave a comment, I'll mention you in the next episode. Please share this podcast with anybody you think might benefit from it. I'll be so grateful if you did. And don't forget to watch me on Lunchtime Live on Instagram at jenna.jake and check out my website, www.jenna.jake.com.